Hi, this is Cage Coleman, host of Game On, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old female Heather Riggio, Caucasian, 5'1", 120 pounds, blue eyes, and blonde hair. She went missing May 6, 2007 from North Miami Beach. Heather has a tattoo of a Chinese star on her lower back and a tattoo on her ankle. Her ears and lips are pierced. Heather was last seen wearing a pink top, jeans, and high heels. So if you know of Heather Riggio's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Heather, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to futureismissing.com. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, you just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Welcome to Express Yourself, we're a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juwan. In today's program, we are debating the rules of gender in the workplace as portrayed in the media and in life in general. Being females, obviously both Young Ju and I are feminists, believing that both genders are equal and deserve to be treated equally in every situation. So, for example, the male-female pay gap is still a big issue today. Women only earn 72% of what men make, and I believe that number should be 100%. What do you think, Young Ju? Exactly. I totally agree with this, but actually in history class, we were talking about this a while back, and my teacher was saying how most of the gen or um pay gap disparity is like the mentality of women like most women don't ask for a raise and so it's not that the company won't give it to them it's just that they don't take the initiative so it's kind of not just a gender equality issue but it's a um also a mentality issue which interesting we, interesting yeah, we all need to work on and with this being said, we do have a fantastic, insightful, and fun program for you today. Our first reporter is a guy, Alex Palacos, who will talk to us about the econ- economic side of gender race. Then Laura, with her You Can re- segment, will give us a historical look at gender roles, and we're so glad that she's back. And Caitlin, you'll be following with the importance of education, right? Yes, yes, very exciting. And then we're actually going to be having a super treat for you from all the way across the pond. UK fashion sensation and Elton John prodigy Talia Storm was recently in the U.S. to speak at New York City's TEDx conference. And she'll join us to discuss her amazing discovery and how her life has changed in the past 12 months. So this will be really, really interesting. I'm so looking forward to speaking with her. And I can't wait as well. But right now, let's go to our economics tune-up reporter, Alex. Hi, Alex. How are you, and what do you have for us today? Hello, this is Alex Palacos, and I'm doing great. And this is economics tune-up. You may not realize it as a team, but each and every day, economics affects you. Today's topic deals with gender roles in the field of economics. Is the economics profession dominated by men, or is it an equal opportunity field where women also participate and thrive? Well, first off, we need to know what economics actually do. Basically, economics, econ- economists study the ways 
a society uses their resources such as land, labor, raw materials, and machinery to produce goods and services. Economists conduct research, collect and analyze data, monitor economic trends, and develop forecasts for things such as energy costs, inflation, interest rates, farm prices, rents, imports, or employment. People who work in the field of economics can wind up in a variety of different jobs. For example, many people who get their PhD in economics end up as economic professors at colleges and universities. Others may work for the government in different agencies in the area of agriculture, energy, education, and so on. Still, others work in private industry in many different industries, including finance, banking, healthcare, energy, and so on. So, are women well represented in the economics field? Well, it is true that for many years, the economic profession has been a male-dominated field, but in recent years, that has been changing. For example, about one-third of PhD economists today are women, and the share of women with tenure in university economics departments has doubled since 1995. More impressively, more and more women are becoming recognized as top economists. So if you are a female and are interested in the area of economics, the opportunities are quite good. All in all, the economic profession is no longer a career just for men. Well, thank you, Alex, for all that great information. Can you tell us how women are recognized as top economists? Well, there's a very prestigious annual award in the field of economics. It is called the John Bates Clark Medal, and since 1947 has been awarded to the top American economists under the age of 40. For the first 60 years, no woman had ever won the John Bates Clark Medal. However, during the past five years, three women have won the top honor. Clearly, women are making their mark in the economics field. That is really, really awesome to hear. So, Alex, do women hold any powerful economic positions in government? Absolutely. In fact, one of the most powerful agencies in the United States is the Federal Reserve. Women, including the Vice Chairwoman Janet Yellen, hold three of the five seats on the Federal Reserve Board of Governors. Meanwhile, over in Europe, the head of the International Monetary Fund is a female economist named Christine Lagarde. Mm-hmm. So, it does appear that women hold some pretty impressive positions in the economics field, but is it harder for women to rise to the top of this profession? I think it is safe to say that it was harder 10 years ago or more. But now, there's much more equality in that economic profession. For example, 2010 winner of the John Bates Clark Medal, Esther Duflow, said that she didn't think being a woman posed obstacles for her at any point. That probably says more about the role of gender in economics than anything else. Thanks, Alex. It's great to hear information like this that indicate as we progress, men and women are reaching a more level playing field. And I sure hope so, but I guess it's all up to us, young adults, to make it so... Right on. We will definitely do our part. But right now, we are out of time. You're listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. When we return, Laura Galleon, our Express Yourself field reporter for UCAN, will be sharing an historical perspective on gender. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juwan. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, links, gossip, and more at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Facebook your friends to join our party. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are. In the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. 
Your host will be combing the pages of the mall and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. I'm Young Juwan, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, where teens talk and the world listens. Last segment, you heard Alex Polakos talk about the economics involved in determining gender roles. Now, our UTEC reporter, Laura Gallion, gives us a brief insight into the historical roles of women to show us how far the female gender has come. Hi, Laura. It's good to have you back on Express Yourself. Thank you. It's good to be back. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll start with uh, saying that gender roles have always been quite a controversy within our society for a very long time um, about whether or not they're constructed by society itself or if it's a biological construction. And it can be seen through the works of early female activists like uh, Mary Wollstonecraft, whose work dates back to the Romantic era, the women truly have gone a very long way to finding this self-actualization and this true sense of self-identity. There are, of course, some that argue that traditional gender roles, as described in uh, Wollstonecraft's um, Vindication of the Rights of Women, which was published in 1972, by the way, uh, they say that these are the very base outline of women's journeys throughout history in that it outlines all of the traditional gender roles that women used to be confined to. But now, you know, they can go to school, they can get a higher education, they can get a profound and bountiful career, and even live alone and not get married without being looked down on as they might have, you know, used to. And, you know, nowadays we have female boxers, we have female martial artists, and in terms of female power, we even recently had a woman run for presidency. And, you know, that's something that would have been absolutely unheard of, you know, once in time. And then if you take a look at books like Herland, which was written by Charlotte Perkins Gilman, they even helped to enhance and highlight some of the more positive aspects of femininity itself and why it's not something to be ashamed of, as well as female power. And, you know, I mean, a woman nowadays has the means to do anything that a man can do, really. All that's left is for her to take the initiative to step forward and take control of her own destiny. That is really, really interesting to hear, and I do agree with it. I think that we came... A really really long way and it's exciting to see where we may go in the future so what was it about Mary Wollstonecraft that made her a bright and powerful figure of female power well I mean if you take a look at how her life unfolded you know she she got pregnant and she went through this time where um, the man who uh, impregnated her left her and she was left all to herself and she was just going through this very very difficult time but if you take a look at her that only proves how much of a human she really was. She made it through, you know, all her troubles. She really just like stood up and she, you know, voiced against all of these, uh, this society that was trying to oppress her. And she really just made herself look human. And as much of a, 
oh, goodness, it's like, mm-hmm. and she, because like if you take, what I'm trying to say is, is that in essence, we are all equal. And by showing how she got through all her struggles, she showed how much of a human she really was, how equal she was and how she suffers and how she gets through all her difficulties just like any other person would. Yeah, so what kind of means do women use to become equal to men in our society? And what are some double standards that women face? Well, for one thing, education is a huge, huge aspect to this because education wasn't something that was always available to women. But nowadays you see women who, um, you know, they become the deans of, of universities. They become successful lawyers. They really just strive they get they get so far in life they even make it to the supreme court i mean these are just these are things that really just you you would not have heard of before you know these are just outstanding brilliant women oh laura thank you so much for mentioning about education i'm actually going to be doing Mm -hmm. an entire segment about women in education and it's such an incredible topic education and the women that are involved in it so I'm excited to speak about that a little bit further, but what kinds of equalities do women still lack today? Well, I mean, one thing that I've, uh, you know, noticed sometimes, you know, there's always the physiological aspects of equality and inequality. You know, they say that women are biologically, physiologically, they are still weaker than men. But if you really think about it, there are still means by which women can, you know, you know, train. They can build strength. You know, I mean, there are plenty of women out there like right like as i mentioned before we have female boxers female martial artists this is just one example of how women nowadays can break these gender roles and even take on somewhat masculine you know or what would be deemed masculine these activities that can even bring them up to a higher pedestal than they might have been before and this is just one example of you know something like along the lines of that yeah, so what it was exactly the Romantic Era, and how does it differ from 20th, 21st century? Well, the Romantic Era, um, it was around the 1800s. It was a revolutionary time. It's most, uh, that's what it's most known for, is for all these revolutionary ideas and all these, these uh, there were very many poets that kind of, you know, they brought to life this rebellious nature that kind of sparked, you know, things like, uh, like Mary Wollstonecraft and people like that to really move forward with these ideas that were just so incredibly, you know, they would have been unheard of before. Um, that's what it's most known for. Uh, in my personal opinion, it's not all that much different from, the, uh, from, our, from our time because, uh, you know, even right now we have all these movements mm-hmm. going on, you know, yeah. uh, like uh, gay equality, for example, mm-hmm. and gay rights. You know, these are, these are all things that you can draw comparisons to, you know, in terms of moving forward and progress. And so what kinds of traditional gender roles were prevalent before as opposed to the achievements against them? As you said, like boxers and we're, we even had a women run for president. So what kinds of traditional gender roles were prevalent? Like what is the gender role of a woman? Well, if you take a look at, um, if you read Mary Wollstonecraft's uh, The Vindication of the Rights of Women, she kind of talks about all these, these you know, stereotypes that used to be uh, put onto women. You know, they would have terrible jobs, if any jobs at all. They would be expected to stay at home and take care of the children. They wouldn't be expected to, you know, have the same... I don't want to say mental capacity, but they weren't, they were very, very underestimated in their time, and therefore the quality of their lives reflected that, that they were very, very vastly underestimated. People really just didn't think that they were capable of as much as they really, really are. <laughs> very, very true. And I think it's exciting. I'm really, really thrilled to see where women will go in the future. Who knows, maybe we will have a female pope or I definitely a hope president. so. And at <laughs> least like 50 be... years in the future, I hope we'll have at least one female president. Yeah, definitely. So what are some of the gender roles that you've ever felt subjected to, Laura? Well, for me personally, um, as I brought up before, the issue of strength, 
has always been something that I have felt subjected to being a woman because you know it's it's like they say according to biology you're not supposed to be as you know physically strong as a man and that's something that I always have for, just for myself wanted to break just for my own um, you know just for me personally because like I, I want to be strong I like the idea of being strong both mentally and physically and emotionally in just every single way I like the idea of you know that I can rise up and defend myself if I need to that I can rise up and take on a hard physical task if I need to you know yeah and I remember reading this somewhere that uh, when women are so strong and so determined it actually like scares men away from them and that's why like having a strong women woman is looked down upon and how do you feel about that well see I think that there is a big difference between what you're describing and still being feminine you can mm -hmm. still be fe you can be feminine it's really all about how you carry yourself you know mm -hmm. but at the same time you can still be physically strong it's even kind of yeah it's 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 basically it's there's a huge difference between between the two you can still be strong you can you can have all that potential you can have all that hidden strength but still be able to carry yourself in, in a very graceful in a very sophisticated manner. You know, I don't think that that's a, a setback, you know? Yeah, I just want to add that. I definitely think that there's a stigma between female women and what men think about that. Yeah. I think that it intimidates guys mm -hmm. oftentimes to see a very, very strong girl. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. we are out of time. So thank you, Laura, for giving our listeners a lesson in history and feminism. And if we want to break the future, we better create a first. I'm Young Juan. I'm Caitlin Darrow. We'll be right back after a short break. In our next segment, I'll actually be discussing Girls Rising. Visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com and check us out on Tumblr now at tumblr.com slash blog slash be the star you are radio. Don't go away. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. We were back talking about gender roles in the media and workplace. Women's rights and issues is such an important topic, and I'm really glad that we're taking time to focus on the issues today on Express Yourself. 
A topic that's especially close to my heart is girls' education. I recently saw an inspiring film called Girl Rising that changed my perspective on school and learning for females. Sounds interesting. I actually watched a documentary about girls in the media and in the workforce, too, called Misrepresentation. It's also a very nice, very interesting documentary, and I really recommend it. Uh, And it focused on women and power and how the traits that help women get to that level are frowned upon, as I was mentioning before with Laura. But I wasn't that surprised because women have always been seen as delicate and fragile and those little hints are still here. Like, (laughs) I remember in prom season, like, girls can't ask guys because that's socially looked like down upon. And so there's still little things that remain. But the changes are definitely in the works, and you can tell us more about that, Caitlin. Of course. So last month was Women's History Month, and it was celebrated all March, and it corresponded with International Women's Day on March 8th. So in honor of the movement, I saw a screening for a documentary film called Girl Rising. I was moved to tears when I heard the struggles that girls in developing countries face every single day. The movie proves that educating girls in developing nations will change the world. I highly suggest you check out the film at girlrising.com or 10x10.org where you can type in your zip code and find local theaters that are screening the documentary. Even if you don't know that much about women's education issues, you may have actually heard previously about a young girl named Malala Yousafzai. The 15-year-old student and activist is currently making history. She, She is among the inspirational, brave women that I aspire to be like. Malala, a teenage Pakistani pupil, has been targeted and threatened by the Taliban on several different occasions because of her dedication to women's rights. In 2009, she was featured in a documentary by New York Times correspondent Adam B. Ellick, and in the documentary entitled Class Dismissed, Malala Story, she was vocal and spoke out about her dreams of education despite gender inequality in Pakistan. Also in the same year, Malala launched a blog with BBC called Diary of a Pakistani Schoolgirl, which you can actually still read today. She wrote under the nickname of Gul McKay as she exposed the world to the daily struggles and harsh conditions she faced living under the Taliban. In early October 2012, a Taliban gunman attempted to assassinate young Malala Yousafzai, but even after a bullet went through her head, she refused to be silenced. I want every girl, every child to be educated, she said during an interview with ABC in February of 2013. Now she's among 259 nominations for this year's prestigious Nobel Peace Prize. According to The Girl Effect, a campaign encouraging girls to end poverty, there are 170 million children around the world that do not attend school. Of those children, 70% are girls. Education is a privilege, although I believe it should be a right. Few people across the globe will experience the magic of learning. At my high school, Monday mornings are often greeted with groans and grumbles, and there's always a slew of Facebook and Twitter complaints from my peers about how waking up at 7 a.m. is unbearable. I know that for some students, Pythagorean theorem and mitosis isn't the most interesting topics, I'm well aware that reading the Epic of Gilgamesh may not be the highlight of your day. Certain classes and subjects may not be your favorite, but it's important to appreciate and prioritize the education that you're receiving. When I'm in school learning math equations and grammar rules, I'm always thinking of all the other girls around the world that aren't able to. Wow, that was really emotionally impacting. And I definitely agree with you whenever I'm feeling so tired on Monday or after a late night I always think of people who aren't privileged enough to get the same type of education that I'm getting and so I was wondering what sorts of things have sparked up because of Malala well I think that a lot of people know about Malala it's a Mm. common household name now because Mm. of the media coverage that she received I think that many more people are aware but I think that people don't realize that there are hundreds, thousands of girls just like Malala. It wasn't just her. So I think that the media coverage has actually been really helpful in this way because it's really exposed the dangers and the struggles that they face as young girls in developing nations. So I definitely think that the media coverage has sparked up because of Malala. And where do you think girls like Malala get their courage from to stand up from such a group like the Taliban? 
I know, I know. It's so crazy. And to think that she's so young, she's just yeah. like us. Well, and I think that this specific bravery for Malala is a gift that she developed while living in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. I know from reading the blog that she wrote for BBC, the situations that she undergone and witnessed has made her very compassionate and it made her very brave. The things that that she's seen in her country, I think is something that even adults would never dream of seeing some very, very scary stuff. So I think that going through these emotional, emotional situations and times has made her very, very brave. Yeah, I was just so surprised reading in a magazine one day, like how she got shot in the head, but she still continues from her hospital bed to like rally up her fans and tell her fans not to give up. Yeah, there's so much hope for her and hope for other countries. And how can we help with this rising movement? Well, I think that if you check out the organization's Girl Effect, and another great charity is She's the First. They're both organizations that focus on girls' education in developing countries. And you can actually fundraise and sponsor girls' education and schooling in a developing nation. So by paying, I believe it's a monthly fee, then you can sponsor a little girl to have an education. And I think that that is such a priceless gift, although there is a price on it. It's something that they will carry for the rest of their life. Education is really, really important. Wow. Thank you, Caitlin, for sharing all of this information about girls' education and that documentary that you watched. And you seem really passionate about this issue, as you should be. And unfortunately, we are out of time. But again, stick around for our last segment where we will be joined by our famous teen guest, Talia Storm. While you're waiting, visit us at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. We'll be right back. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juan. Today's program is all about addressing how males and females are portrayed in the media, how they fare in the workplace, and how gender roles define us in our daily lives. 
We told you in the beginning of the show that we had a very big surprise for you and we're very glad that you stayed tuned because if you ever wondered if your hopes and dreams as an ordinary teen could really come true, our guest Talia Storm is an indication that the answer is indeed yes. Talia Storm has been singing for some three years when she was propelled to be international propelled to the international limelight last year. She left her demo CD with Sir Elton John's partner, David Furnish, in a restaurant while on vacation with her family in Hawaii. 24 hours later, the legendary singer-songwriter Sir Elton called her cell phone and told her that she had one of the most exciting vocal soul signatures he had heard in years and told her that her potential was huge. So much, so much, so he invited her to open his concert in Falkirk F Football Stadium that to a sold-out audience of 17,000 people at a tender age of 13 years. Wow, so just in over 12 months, her life has changed dramatically, performing at a host of live gigs and events around the UK and the USA. And it's not just her singing talents that are catching the media's attention. Already, she's been hailed as the new teen style icon by leading fashion bibles in London and New York City. Photographers snapped her quirky, adventurous, and innovative looks at London Fashion Week just last month for Glamour Germany, Glamour Italia, Glamour UK, and Company Magazine, who applauded her on on-trend ensembles. She traveled across the sea to New York City to speak in the speaker lineup that Chelsea Clinton organized at the fourth annual TEDx Teen Conference. TEDx stands for Technology, Entertainment, and Design, which are three broad subject areas that are collectively shaping our future. And I've actually been fortunate enough to speak at TEDx myself in Princeton, New Jersey, just a few months ago. It was an amazing experience for me, so I'm extra thrilled to be talking with Talia. And with no further ado, let's welcome 14-year-old rising star Talia Storm. Hi, Talia. Thanks for coming on Express Yourself. Hi, guys. <laughs> well, first of all, congrats on being discovered and rising to the oh, top. Thank you. We all really applaud you. So, <laughs> yeah, so exciting. So, when did you discover that you wanted to be a singer? Well, I mean, singing is something I've wanted to do all my life. I mean, ever since the age of, I don't even know, like three or something. I don't oh, know. It's just wow. something you always do. I mean, I've. I think my family couldn't shut me up all my young life. I mean, <laughs> you you can imagine my house. I'm one of four, and um, my dad's a jazz pianist, so um, I'd always be, you know, singing by him by the piano. And um, since it's such a, like a musical household, then you know, I guess it's just always been such a big part of me. And what was it like getting that call from Sir or Elton John? It was just incredible. I mean, um, it was just extraordinary. I mean, it's one of these circumstances when it's just unbelievable I mean at the time I can't even remember I was just so shocked because I was going to security at the time at San Francisco airport and um, it was just incredible I mean still to this day I run it through my head and like you know how did this happen oh so how did you get into your singing career because it definitely seems like your family influenced you in a way and having that experience with Elton John must have influenced you as well yeah, well, um, I about three years ago, all kind of started when um, I recorded a demo um, because like a session singer didn't turn up. And um, before you know it, I had to do it properly. And, you know, then I you know got a website and I got invited to all these radio shows and these gigs and things for Capital FM, which is a radio station in Britain. And then um, like things with Hamleys. And um, then I got to perform at London Fashion Week. And then just ever since then, I started building up this like portfolio of all these appearances and, you know, gigs. And then um, I think all credit really has to go to my dad for his, you know, his music and his jazz piano. So um, it's always such a big part of me. And you're so successful at such a young age. And do you see that people treat you differently now that you're a rising superstar? Well, I think um, the mentality in Scotland is like everybody has a thing. I mean, there's girls in my class that have like swimming or soccer or baseball. And they get up at six in the morning and swim for two hours before school and eat like four hours after school. You know, I think they all just respect that, you know, singing is my swimming. Singing is my baseball. And they all know that, you know, I'm 100% dedicated and they know that, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes. So not only are you a singer, but you're actually a blogger too. And I'm a Huffington Post team blogger as well. So how has that experience been for you? Do you really like writing? 
Yeah, I love it. Um, I think it's just, as you probably know yourself, it's just a way to, you know, express yourself. And I just love yeah. you know, every moment, you know, you just get to, it's like a, almost like a diary to yourself. But, you know, <laughs> I love you can share it with people and yeah, getting other people's opinions on it. And like, as you guys touched upon, I was in London Fashion Week a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, um, just the fact that, you know, a blogger of Huffington Post teen, that's just such a huge door opener really do you feel like things would have been different if you were born as a guy instead of a girl i think i mean fashion i mean how would my fashion (laughs) wow i think i mean as you guys said i'm such a huge fan of fashion Mm -hmm. and um all credits really have to go to my sister Mm -hmm. you know she styles me i could not put a hat and t-shirt together (laughs) we just kind of like open all these books like my mom always collects these you know like big almost like fashion bibles of like know if it's like Moschino or Chanel and we just kind of open these up and you know we kind of go high street on the designer if you get me I think it's really our interpretation of it really so what exactly does your sister do is she a fashion designer or is she really into fashion design well she's only a year older than me and okay wow <laughs> yeah so she's you know she styles me and you're both it's... so impressive at such yeah. young ages <laughs> You know, I, I think it's the fact that, you know, we are a team and, you know, wherever I go, you know, she'll come with me and, you know, we work together and I think that's what makes it, you know, that's what makes it work. And how has your family reacted to all your fame, especially your siblings, like your sister? I think, to be honest, you know, my family, I mean, they're super supportive, but at the same time, you know, my mum would not let me step out of place, you know, we are completely grounded and I know how hard <laughs> it is and I know that it's not going to happen overnight and I know, I know that, you know, um, it's not all that easy. But, you know, I think that's why it works because it is, you know, a whole family affair and that, um, you know, we're, we're kind of all are in it together. But, you know, she is really, really supportive. So are you working on an album right now or is that in the works at all? Um, no, I am in working on the album right now. Um, I've done about 15 tracks. Um, I've got five more in the lineup. And I think I'm just trying to, you know, build up the repertoire as many as I can. And, you know, just so I can get myself out there and, you know, live appearances. That's what I love doing, just performing live and live, you know. Hopefully I can just build up and, you know, perform in front of thousands of people daily. I think that's really the dream. Does it scare you ever to perform in front of that many people? Um, to be honest, I think when I performed for Elton John in Scotland, I think when I got up onto that stage mm. and I realised, I wasn't actually nervous. I mean, I stood up there, I was... I think because the six months, the run up to it, I was so prepared and dedicated. I was like, you know what, I've come this far, you know, just completely go for it. And, you know, I've just realized that that's what I want to do. I want to perform, as I said, in front of thousands of people a night, you know, or not even that, even if it's like 100 people, 1,000 people, 100,000, you know. <sighs> and it's so great that you're pursuing your passion. You definitely serve as an inspiration for other young singers. So, what is your advice for other young girls and boys that want to be singers out there as well? Well, as I always say, you know, you've got to be prepared. I mean, if I didn't have my demo on me, you know, I religiously carry my demo <laughs> with me. I will have it in my handbag, no matter what kind of handbag it is. I mean, if it's like a, a rucksack to like a duffel bag, I'll have it on me. <laughs> School bag, you name it. Be prepared with your one thing, whether it's like swimming or ballet, you know, be ready for your thing. If the hero of your thing came to you tomorrow, would you be prepared? Do you know what I mean? You've got to, just got to go for it and show, show how you are, that's, what you can do. Yeah, that's some really good advice, being prepared. Do you think it's different when you're singing just for your family and your friends to seeing in a big audience? Look, if I'm completely honest, I am 10 times more nervous singing in front of my, like, friends and family <laughs> ever was Elton John or ever am singing in front of thousands of people. You know, I just think there's something about it that, you know, you know these people are, like, are with you every single day, and then when you come out with this, you know, you're scared of the react, but, you know, everybody's so supportive, so, mm-hmm. you know, I can't complain. So, I actually have a question, because I've never traveled outside of America, so is America really different from Scotland? Is it different traveling internationally? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> Where do I start? I mean, I come here and I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, America's just amazing. Scotland is cold. Oh, you're right. I know, I know you guys have had like a really cold winter, but you know, that's us permanently. I mean, there is no summer. Oh, jeez. Wow. Maybe like four days, you know, but that's why I love coming here. And that's, that's, you know, I just, any excuse to get out here, I'm here because (laughs) I'm 
absolutely love America and it's been crazy. Where has been your favorite place to travel so far? Um, I think it would have to be um, London. Mm. I love London. Um, I think the enthusiasm over there is great. Mm. But, you know, nothing on America because over here everybody is just so supportive and, you know, they all want you to be doing so well and they're just so enthusiastic. And I'm sure you loved Hawaii as well because of the weather. Oh, that was magical. <laughs> I mean, that was just an amazing experience. It was once in a lifetime, you know, kind of opportunity. And will you have any du duos with any other singers in your upcoming album? Well, I... Not yet, but definitely, you know, that will be a dream. You know, if there's, you know, one day I will get there. Well, we'll be waiting for that day. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today. Congratulations again, Talia. You are living proof that when you reach out and take a risk, dreams do come true. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Yes, it really is so inspirational, and I'm just delighted to meet you and know that we'll be connecting again. So thanks so much for joining us on Voice America Kids. Check out Talia's music at taliastorm.com and watch this young star rise. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. You've been listening to Express Yourself. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juan. Until next week, remember, express yourself.
Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine between the lines if you would let yourself go. Find some place you know. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.